This is Tom Bernard. Can't get enough of sports talk with Phil Mackey and Judd Zolgad? Tune in to the new Tom Bernard Show podcast Monday through Friday as Phil and Judd join me to discuss the latest sports headlines and whatever else comes to mind. Just download the Tom Bernard Show app wherever you get your podcasts or visit TomBernardShow.com. It's another way to get more from me and Judd talking sports and having fun with Tom, and it's all at your fingertips. Download the Tom Bernard Show app now and join the conversation. You're listening to a Score North podcast right now, and if you're a business owner, so are your customers. In fact, I could be talking about your business right now, telling the tens of thousands of loyal fans about you and sending them to your business. Find out how you can partner with your favorite Score North podcast. Visit scorenorth.com now and enter keyword partner. Fill out the form, and we'll get in touch with you quickly. Once Phil, Judd, Declan, or others start talking about your company, you'll be amazed at how many fans start showing up. So visit scorenorth.com now and enter keyword partner. Uh, it's always uh, it's always nice waking up in the morning and seeing a uh, a fellow boat rower come across my <laughs> StarTribune.com homepage, my Twitter account. Uh, it took took you a handful of years, but you are finally grabbing an oar, Patrick Royce. And now and now they're going to get beat by twenty one points against Michigan State because you're well, on the bandwagon. I'll have to take the blame for that. I, I don't think Michigan State can beat anybody by 21 points, and especially not this team. I, uh, you know, I had that meeting with Harvey in August, and I've been sitting on that one for a day I needed a column. And uh, and uh, it's always uh, it's always nice to get a 80-minute conversation with Harvey in which he only talks for 78 minutes. So it's uh, pretty – it was uh, it was pretty good. But uh, I uh, – you know, I'm, I'm I'm trying to get on the right side of this one with I, when I look at the Big Ten West, and uh, what better way than to write a column about Harvey McKay and then right at the bottom slip in? Oh, by the way, I'm uh, no, I'm I'm all I'm on PJ Flex uh, bandwagon here, so they're going to have a good year. So anyway, that was kind of fun to write it and remember the the Harvey days when Harvey was running the running the West with. Uh, with the uh, mussy <laughs> back, you know, the world was a lot more fun when boosters could actually full frontal recruit, you know, instead of having to do it under behind the scenes, you know, they could get on the trip and go with them, you know, and, and, and make the offers right with them. The world was a much better place when we had recruiters right out there with the coaches recruiting. Don't you think? Absolutely. I kind of like it. And I kind of like them in the yeah. shadows with stacks of cash now. Yeah, uh, Alabama. Right. Yeah, Where'd this right. million dollars come from for this Alabama quarterback? I don't know that yeah. guy in the shadows. I got uh, I got some abuse on the comments that uh, it was Cassie Russell at Michigan. Well, there was Cassie in the '60s, and then there was Campy uh, was the one that uh, that Bill Musselman and Harvey went to visit, and whatever occurred during that visit caused Johnny or the Michigan coach to go insane because I think it raised the price of poker for Johnny and he didn't want to pay the freight. So anyway, uh, yeah, it was fun writing it. And, uh, you know, I really do think they're going to win the West when you look around, don't you? I mean, you got every, if the, if the running back, if you, if your running back stays healthy, uh, nobody else is really any good. I, I thought Purdue maybe, and then they end up getting beat by Syracuse and, uh, you know, and then Michigan state, which I think we mentioned this the other day, they, what they, they won their first 10 last year or something, but it was, they just kept pulling them out of, you know, just 
incredible wins that they really didn't outplay anybody in. And uh, so I, I really, the Gophers are favored, right? Three-point yep. favorites? They're three-point they favorites. They are, yes. Yeah. On the road at Michigan State. So anyway, go get them, PJ. We're all on your side now. Wow, this is uh, monumentous. I even call them PJ instead of Phil. Which, uh, the yeah. ultimate sign of respect yeah. for Patrick. <laughs> yeah, right. Everywhere he goes, you just hear the rousers he's, just walking around. Don't be fooled. He's yeah. setting them up, and and I personally oh, love it. No matter what happens Saturday, I'm not going to comment. I'm not going to if, if a win or lose. I'm, I'm not. Wait. I'm not, not going to if if they happen to fall on their face. That's their problem. I don't think they will. <laughs> I don't think they will. I don't think Michigan State's that good. So we'll get no pithy tweet if they lose by fourteen. Mm, eh, maybe a pithy one, one pithy. Okay, not it's not, I don't think this would be a loss you have to apologize for. But if you want, no, if you no. want to do, if, yeah. if you want to assure yourself of winning the division, you could go, you could take it a long way by winning this game. Yes, uh, I, I will be covering another tilt Saturday, so Ooh. I won't. Uh, what time what? do they play? By the way, what time is it? Two thirty, right? 230, yeah, 230, yeah, it's a. I got. I'm going to St. John's and Bethel on uh, Saturday afternoon. Look at you on St. John's. Uh, well, on the beat, you know, and Bethel. Bethel is just, uh, you know, they got Bethel has his quarterback Jaron Rosty, who started with the Gophers as a preferred walk-on, and I think it's year six, and he damn near had his arm torn off in the season opener. But I think he's going to be ready to play against St. John's. So he's a big, strong kid, big personality, hell of a guy, and. Uh, and it'd be a good game, you know. So. You know, there's a there's another interesting milestone on the line in this game. If the Gophers win, PJ Fleck would be 500 in conference, so he would be 22 and 22 in conference. I think I'm right on this. Can you guys name the last Gophers head coach to finish his tenure 500 or better in conference games? Bernie Behrman. Uh Nope. Not quite that far back. Murray Murray Warman. Murray Warman. Murray was over five hundred. <laughs> he was okay. sixty five, fifty seven, and four. Yeah. At now the we end all of have to remember this: there was no Big Ten West for a lot of coaches. <laughs> there was a lot of coaches who every year played Michigan. The little brown jug was uh, that was a you never missed Michigan. Uh, the the schedule was uh, uh, different back then. In Ohio, you'd play Ohio State more often, probably. Well, that that was one that was really weird. Back in the 50s and 60s, they played Ohio State very rarely because they didn't want to travel way out there. They were the Far East, and the, this was the Far <laughs> West. So far. You, you know, the trains. It took a while for the trains to get there. But uh, yeah. once in a while, the uh, I think the uh, famous uh, the, the famous uh, game is that uh, the Gophers won out there once and Michigan State much, I'll tell you that. Michigan's, I don't know if Michigan State's doing as good a job of cheating as they used to. Though. They <laughs> used to be the best. They used to be the best. I actually was just talking to John Rowe. John, they had a guy named Daryl Rogers there for a while, and I think Daryl ended up leaving at the uh, at the insistence of the NCAA, but John said he was sitting there watching practice with him one day talking, and and John told him how uh, Cal Stoll had told him, there's three ways to do it. You got to go slow, 
You got to go slower than the other guys. You got to go faster than the other guys, or you can cut across the field. And Rogers looked at John and said, yeah, and when you're cutting across the field, it's going to be amazing who you meet when you're doing that. In other words, <laughs> you're going to meet Michigan and Ohio State crossing and cutting across the field, too. So anyway, <laughs> it, uh, it, was, it was fun. So what the heck. Yeah. Uh, how about our, uh, you know, Terry Francona mm. asked him to finish that game last night and said, we're going to run away from these jumps <laughs> with this. Look at this team I'm putting out there, and we're running away from these clowns, Stephen Kwan. And uh, well, the the last three hitters in their lineup, people complain about the Twins lineup. Look at the yes. Twins lineup and the injuries. Look at the last, the bottom third of Cleveland's lineup every night. Just a yes. bunch of scrappies. Yeah, well, they got catchers that uh, you know that hit like Sandy Leone. They got you know, they, I mean, they get you. Yeah, it's it's amazing, but it's just. It's a blowout now. The, the White Sox thought they were, uh, okay, we got rid of Tony LaRusso. We got rid of our problem. We got Miguel Cairo. We're ready. This is it. We sweep. We're still there. They got their arses kicked twice in a row. Yeah. And the uh, amazing thing now is is we are now praising the, the uh, maturity and learning process of Gilbert Celestino, who, oh, was, yeah. ba- who was lifted from the game two nights ago because – one, he didn't tag up, but two, he also decided to slowly basically walk back because he, he was uh, ticked off about a called third strike. So he finally gets benched, and now it's like, you know, this is a learning experience. These guys have quit. They've quit on the season. This yeah. is not learning. This is not good. This is I'm I am why are, hate why watching are you every game. Mad at this? Who cares at this point? I'm hate watching every game. Yeah, we know. Turn on Netflix, yeah, dude. Do something else. Carlos uh Carlos Correa, if, if Carlos Correa had walked back from first base past the umpire like that, do you think it would have been mentioned? You know, no, I think I think that... I'm glad they got on him about not tagging up because he's running the bases like a moron lately. He and Nick Gordon having a contest to yes. do the most stupid things on the bases. Amen. But the fact that he's mad at an umpire, we're supposed to we're supposed to now defend you know, we're you know the guy missed the pitch by a foot. The pitch, the pitch was not a strike. Why? So what if he's mad at him? But uh, you know, the 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 thing is, I read today, he's going to end up playing more games in the outfield than anybody else. This you know, and he was supposed to be like the the extra guy, and he's played. You know, he's not been quite as inept as we thought. But uh, yeah, it was kind of it was interesting that this became Rocco's showdown of the season to right. in, inject some discipline in the team, pick on this outfielder who hasn't shouldn't be playing anyway. And by he, the he, way, the, the Eddie Rosario any, thing from a couple of years ago would have been the right place to do has that. Has anybody been to the post office to see if they have Byron Buxton posters up there? To see, uh, is he, is he, is there milk, milk cartons, Pat. There's it's milk cartons. He? Has he been found? We, we don't even mention him anymore, right? That he's basically lost. Is this now a permanent condition where you gave away $100 million? Is that what, we, what, is that what they did here? Uh, well, I mean, he, he gave you, you know, he gave you the second most games he's ever played in his career. So, <laughs> yeah, and now and when you really, really needed him, <laughs> uh, he just disappeared. Well, but, here's my here's my issue. And I, I don't I'm not looking to pick a media fight here, but I did a Google News search Byron Buxton yesterday. And the four most recent stories were from a month ago. Yeah. So what like 
this is the, the this crucial stretch of a season, and, and we know that he's injured, but have they just kept him? Has anyone seen him? Like what? <laughs> Joey Votto was wandering around uh, the Great American <laughs> Ballpark yesterday, taking pictures with fans during the game. Yeah. You know a where few, where is he? What is he? A, a few days ago, he was hanging on the rail when they were home, right? But yeah. Okay. Somebody show him in the dugout, but. Uh, yeah, nobody's. Is it chronic? Is it going to get better next year? I I want more information on this mysterious set of injuries. Boy, oh boy, they uh, there's there's just so many things that uh, have gone on here with this team in the last six weeks that are unanswered at this point, and they it's the new that you know you're able to get away without answering questions now because you get Rocco, you know, doing what he does, and then the the other access is very limited, so. I, I don't know what the hell's going on, but uh, uh, this is, it is, it is funny that uh, they are what two year removed from winning 101. Well, one, you know, three years removed, two years removed from winning another division. And we have this feeling that this has just been a completely inept organization, even though there's a two year period there where they were, 137 and uh, uh, 85, mm-hmm. and two, only two years ago. So this is not even, by their standards of going off the cliff, this isn't even close the last two years. But they deserve everything they get because there's so many unanswered screw-ups. How did you trade for Patty? How did you trade for Malley? How did you... Uh, you know, just all these. How did four? How was forty percent of your rotation was Bundy and Archer, who you knew couldn't yeah. pitch beyond four and two thirds yeah. for sixty you, combined? How starts? did you screw up Jorge Lopez, who had a one point six ERA in in Baltimore and was unhittable, and now he's unusable? How did you do that? How did you screw up all these things? And uh, you know, it'll be interesting when they when they they're going to have to do some uh, interviews this weekend. The uh, Falvey and Levine and the boys, but uh, you know, you, you they gotta they gotta be embarrassed by how many things backfired on them this year, don't they? There's yeah. how many things backfired. They so. can't keep anybody healthy. Everybody, yeah. every pitcher they brought in, the best pitcher they brought in has been Michael Fulmer. He's been mm-hmm. the best of the pitchers that they these bold actions that they took, yeah. and uh, you know, so yeah, it's a a lot of people are. Uh, very angry at them, and the only thing that can really save them now is a couple of more big puke jobs by the Vikings. <laughs> so people will <laughs> change their focus to the Vikings. If the Vikings lose to the Lions, then the Twins are off the hook again for another week, right? Yep. I, I think it's changed, though. I think it's changed. And did you see that your pal, Kevin O'Connell, Patrick, uh, took responsibility again at the Wednesday press conference no fewer than four times? But specifically, did he give us specific? Every anything that went wrong, he would finish with "That's on me." But so the run game didn't, you know. Did he, so how did he? What did he do to screw up the run game? What should have they didn't done? call? Didn't call run plays. Well, I think that's they true. ran eleven times. But I'm just saying, you are going to absolutely do a column before this year is done about your frustration of guys. Falling on the sword all the time. Mm-hmm. Yes, but but in a completely meaningless fashion, <laughs> you know, right? A completely meaningless fashion. It's just 
It's at the school. It's the, it's the school of new coaches. What do you do? Always take responsibility in a vaguest manner possible, right? And then the fans will love it. The fans, see, he's taking responsibility. Okay, what would you do to screw up, coach? Uh, well, you know, I just, all of it. That's we proprietary information. It's, uh, I can't, uh, it's a uh, uh, st- yeah. strate- we can't give away our strategy. We can't. <laughs> All right, Pat, we got to run. We got to get to some Doogie scoopage here, oh, but we'll man, talk to you. I want to listen to those. Get Doogie out here. He'll have the inside, man. What didn't happen this week that damn near did? Go get him, Doogie. <laughs> wow. Pat's on a rampage. All right, Pat. We'll, we'll I love you. Doogie. I love Doogie. He's the only guy that uses my pool for guns. <laughs> it's good. We didn't. We did not cut him off. He just cut him. He just cut himself off. I just want people to know. Pat mid sentence just left the room. Um, wrapping with Royce, presented by our friends at Federated Mutual Insurance Company. They've been around for over a hundred years, almost as long as Patrick Royce has been crucifying Minnesota sports figures. And you can find a full list of all the industries that they work with. To see if it matches with your business. Risk management tools, resources, FederatedInsurance.com, where it's our business to protect yours. Hi, this is Chris Howard, host of Plugged In with Chris Howard. It's crazy to think that a few weeks ago we were talking about whether or not Tua Tagovailoa should consider retiring after two concussions and worldwide debates on player safety and NFL culpability. Tua has done nothing but go back to work and currently has the Dolphins riding a three-game win streak and one loss behind the division favorite Buffalo Bills. While everyone was yapping about the end of his career, Tua Tagovailoa said he'll decide when it's time. And clearly, he's not ready to hang up the cleats. Hi, this is Chris Howard from the Plugged In with Chris Howard podcast. BetOnline.net is your number one source for betting football and the start of the new basketball season. Find all the latest player developments, team matchups, news podcasts, and in-depth analysis on every game. BetOnline remains your continued source for all your sports wagering information with live betting up to the minute scores for every sp- the fastest and easiest way to check in on all your favorite games and events, including the MLB playoffs, the start of the NHL season, MMA, boxing, and golf. And if you love sports podcasts, you can find those at BetOnline as well. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more. BetOnline, where the game starts.